Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Monday night. And if you're like me, you're still kind of feeding off the turkey leftovers and the trip to fan is kind of set in again. And uh, yeah, so we're going to try and wake you up tonight. And uh, if, if I don't, hopefully these guys will wake me up. I'm not sure what's going on. But anyway, we do want to thank you as you take time to join us and, and give us some time. Turkey was like four days ago, Dan. That should have been like gone by thursday let's see then you'd have eaten at lunch thursday you you made the sandwich thursday night you made the soup friday hello by saturday it's gone sure i cooked my own turkey this year so how large of a turkey did you get technically i I cooked uh a 2.25 pound breast turkey breast see that's the way i would do it in the air fryer it was good nice did the whole whole meal myself nice well we had we had the 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 kids came came back they brought significant others and then we had grandparents come over basically just to keep it fairly uh fairly tight 20 pound bird and there was a couple of pounds of meat left over when we were done all righty it's like i think i have peas left that's it you know not that we want to sit and talk about leftovers <laughs> well i mean just it's one of those things that you know you, the good old days of where, where we used to be able to like make a big turkey and have have turkey leftovers for four or five days it doesn't happen when you have teenagers and college students now's the time to see if you can go and see, get turkeys that haven't been purchased now you're getting them at a good price <laughs> there you go oh they're, they're like all over the place at the grocery store yeah yeah i might yeah. try to grab another one if i can find one that's small <laughs> yeah that's for sure so, so, t- so on. For, for tonight, I wanted to dig into a little bit um, about how pop culture fits into what we do as DJs. Uh, it, at one time, when we were doing a lot of, uh, when I was doing the bars and such in the area, this would have been 20, 25 years ago, it became part of the show that I was doing where we would have reference to pop culture. Uh, for whatever whatever it was there sometimes there were nights we would do some some just off the cuff trivia some nights there was uh you know talking to someone in the over the microphone and there would be a reference that was made you know to some s- segment of uh, either Seinfeld or or um or or uh, friends or something whatever it was but there was it was part of what I did and I was thinking about it the other day is that and now granted I'm getting older and maybe that's part of it but it doesn't seem that that kind of stuff is is there as much as it used to be or, or is needed as much. And I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. Is there an importance to pop culture in today's world? I'm DJ. going to make this show the shortest show ever. No, we, are, we no longer have pop culture in our DJ jobs. The DJ jobs are part of pop culture. The DJ jobs are kind of... Are and I'm going to disagree... Because everybody wants to be a DJ. I, I don't care where I go. Are you DJ? I DJ too. Where are you DJ? Well, nowhere. Everybody freaking is a DJ. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give you that aspect of it. But the, the piece that I would kind of throw in, yes, we don't have quite the same as like the Seinfelds and, and the different things like that. But we've got TikTok. And that has become a way to take that pop culture and just slam it in our face. So now, is it so much as that that pop culture defined kind of the interaction of the show at one time, at least in my world, and and some of the DJs that I had worked with at that time? Is it now where it is a direct influence on music as opposed to the banter? 
I have no idea what you're talking about banter because it's, it's that, that must have been a wedding or or a mobile no. thing. It was it was something that uh, and it's through the central these small little bars. They wanted DJs who were on the microphone, and they would in the bar bar. So that's exact that's, bar to bar. Me, I'm, yep. to me, that's part of the mobile industry. That's not part of the bar and club industry. Right, and that that's what we were. Show. They would want us to do, and and they were at the at a period of time. I was doing five nights a week in the same bar, and we were that would help get that personality across and we could engage with people on the microphone in that they would be making a hundred announcements, but very seldom I would go more than until we got the dance, probably after 11 o'clock, then there weren't too many announcements made, but from nine until 11, I was on the microphone every three songs at, at most, if it wasn't even every two songs to be making an announcement or, or, you know, a shout out to somebody or so, so-and-so's birthday, or you're looking really good over there with your green, you know, your fully green attire or whatever. It just to can, the job was to connect and using pop culture references or to make, um, so using a, a quip from somewhere was a thing that would that people would be like oh yeah this is so fun and it's like yeah whatever and i'm just wondering are you know is that side gone but as dan said now we're now we have this TikTok thing is that now the influence of pop culture on our business well let i would think if i go back to because maybe i was misunderstanding some things i think there is a realm of the and and MJ's gonna say this is not a real DJ, but but the <laughs> but the but the trivia hosts and, and that kind of thing. When you throw that aspect out of it, I, I think that is gonna obviously play play a factor to it. I think you're gonna have some of that um, banter that needs to be there because there because there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of MC aspect, there's a lot of of connecting, which makes you that better host. Now, take that out take that out of the equation, go into MJ's version of DJ. I think the music is what's gonna is what's making that impact because you see a song that becomes popular through TikTok and through a dance or some sort of movement or it's playing on twenty different videos and now suddenly it's working its way into what we're doing as a way to connect as opposed to something we may have done vocally. I'm gonna go ahead and say that tonight we need, just for the sake of this conversation, to include mobile DJs as actual DJs. <laughs> so for the rest of the night, we don't have I was to just using it. trivia hosts. I wasn't have... going through the whole... Because I put trivia in with the mobile DJ. So we'll just say it across the board. Anybody who's out in public that's involved in music, whether it be music trivia, karaoke, bars, clubs, weddings, birthdays, fire halls, whatever. Well, let's before we start uh, kind of going that direction, let's build off what Dan mentioned. Let's all lump them in together there. So with, with the TikTok and uh, specifically TikTok and YouTube, um, MJ, how much do those affect your music searching and your playlist that you will be utilizing at an event, specifically at a club? Um, I don't do playlists, as you know. I just had a big, long discussion with somebody that DJed somewhere over the weekend. They're like, man, I had this whole list, and, and like everybody come up asking for stuff, and it was nothing that I had planned on playing. And I'm like, well, why do you bother? You know, mm-hmm. You've been doing this for 30 years. Why do you bother? So, uh, But beyond the list, it is stuff that you have to have. You have to pay attention. If something's crazy popular, you know, you're going to see every third person on YouTube doing it, like the... Like the uh, uh, fancy like dance you're you're gonna have to have it because if everybody's like i oh, look at my fancy dance 
you're going to have to have it. That's all. You just kind of have to pay attention to some stuff beyond charts, beyond, you know, anything, and just be ready to grab stuff live. And there is going to be a lot of even old songs, like when the whole, was it Cranberry, whatever it was, had the thing and brought back Fleetwood Mac. You do know what I'm talking about. Ocean right? Spray. Thank you. I didn't know what it was. Roller... You know, which, which helped me find a really, really good uh, re drum of that. So that was at least something. Now I, you know, it, it got me the opportunity not just to play the song, but to play a cool version that people would actually like. Oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> this isn't so bad. Uh, <laughs> you have to do that with songs because the you know because you, the original songs, was so bad. <laughs> yeah, you but but those songs you get the hook and you go beyond the hook and it's a dead crowd. True. So you, you get that. these, you can go beyond the hook and make it part of what you play. But uh, you just you have to pay attention to a lot of stuff like that. If there comes an old, like when um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy come out, there were songs that were on that soundtrack that we had to bring back and play because people wanted to hear it. So that's all that that kind of way. Yes, it is a part of pop culture, not as in talking for me at least. Mm -hmm. But it's anything like that, anything like that that where a song becomes popular. You have to figure out a way to play it. So you mentioned uh, TikTok. You mentioned movies. Are there other avenues of pop culture that affect the music that we get requested that you've run into? This would be a question that it, while, while I was thinking about this, yeah. where I've seen uh, some friends of mine who, who strictly do, who, not strictly, but who do a lot of video mixing. And for a large portion of the time, they were grabbing scenes from shows that were popular and and either somebody made some kind of weird you know video to to coincide with another song or the the show like family guy did this a bunch where they grab a song so they would have a video that was the legit song but was being done with the character of whoever may have been doing the song and and so that i see finding its way do you while you're, while, we're gonna throw MJ because I don't video mix at all. Do you see that still? Because this was maybe five years ago when I was seeing it a lot. Do you see that still oh, prevalent yeah. now? Um, the good example was every once in a while you can still drop the song Bismarcky's Friends. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on what you're doing. Uh, I don't know how many years ago it was. Probably about three now. That um, Justin Timberlake and uh, the guy from the Tonight Show. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yep. I almost said Jimmy Kimmel, but it's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon yep. um, they did like uh, the history of hip hop, and that was one of the songs they did, and they did it really well it with the crowd. Tough. And that's what I was ended up playing most of the time. I would drop into that. They would see what they saw on TV or on YouTube of them doing it, and it just brought some more energy to it. So absolutely, grab stuff like that. Um, there are songs out there with maybe somebody on a show did a dance to it, and you just grab a video where that song plays, and that person that dance they did on the show loops. So yeah, be very creative with that kind of stuff. That's that's always fun stuff. Do you still do uh, create videos for some of the songs like that, or create a video edit of some sort for what you're doing? If I can't find what I want, a lot of times <laughs> for me it's the opposite way. That if I find a song that I really like, and then I go get the video, and the video's nasty. I'll try to figure out something to do over it. Um, just to irritate some people when, um, what's her name's song, I'm So Fancy, came out. Uh, Kesha? Is it Kesha? Izzy Azalea. Charlie. No. Izzy Azalea. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I ended up putting uh, Weird Al Yankovic's I'm So Handy video over top of that. 
<laughs> just to kind of mess with people. So you, it's just about having fun. It's about doing something different. Like, perfect example, my Bruno Mars uh, 24K is not the video, but it's his performance on Saturday Night Live over top the song. So when I play it, it's synced perfectly, but it's not the video from that he put out, but it's his performance from Saturday Night Live, and it, it really throws a little bit of different energy to it. Hmm. So there's a pot. Okay, so it does affect me a lot more than I thought because I've just rattled off. See, I knew I'd get you. We'd get you around to it. But See, yeah, I knew I could change your mind. <laughs> I just wasn't thinking right now, you know. Um, but yeah, apparently, yeah, because that's stuff I look at and go, "Hey, I want this," or or whatever. Or there's been songs out there that you know, uh, I'll I'll download a video of it where there's no real video for it, but there's a video of somebody doing dances to it, mm-hmm. just random. Um, uh, Nene. I ended up finding this one where these these kids were doing Nene, like these little, little kids. No, no, it wasn't... wasn't Nene. What was it? There was two I, I did. What were the two dances out at that time? Du- uh, no, was it Dougie? Was that, yeah, I was going to say, was it the same as Dougie? Uh, Juju on the beat? It was Juju. So I had uh, the first one, um, Nene... With little kids, I'm talking like little kids in like these ballerina dresses doing it, and it was hilarious. And for the juju, it was no joke. Some they were police mascots, like a police dog, and then there was another one in a police, you know, these costume people doing doing uh, um, juju, and that was the video I played with them doing the juju dance to the song. Just to be silly, you know. So holy crap, I do do a lot of stuff with pop culture. Sorry, so, folks. so let's take <laughs> let's take one of those songs. Let's say the song is still going or, or still is getting requests. It's a recurrent, for lack of a better way to describe it. Would you update the video if you're looking at it and say, "Though this video that I did was great at that moment or that time, but it is dated." It, would that? I will do read drums like uh, Miley Cyrus's "Party in USA" just is one that just doesn't die. And uh, if you have any girls in the audience, you can always go to it. And I ended up finding a Mambatone redrum of that. There was no video for it, so I ended up taking her normal video and put it over the Mambatone redrum of it, and that's the one I play now. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, I really did a lot of these things that I realized I was doing. Wow. So, I, yeah. I would I would definitely feel it, especially if you're playing out a lot, where, where the recurrent comes back. I think, you know, it, it's one of those things where... Sometimes the recurrent coming back also allows, like if the song was there, most likely the pop culture reference was there. But I, I don't believe that a recurrent coming on strong again would be something you'd want to go with that pop culture video every time for the old pop culture video. It all depends if it's catchy. That's the only thing. That if it's something that you can, that is timeless... Like, if it was a pop culture thing with maybe one of the ex-presidents, you'd be like, that. that's just, no, let's not yeah. play that video. But if it was something, you know, um, uh, I can't even think of something that, that, that would be like that. But yeah, it, it kind of hit or miss. If it has a classic kind of feel to it, yeah. But if it's, if it's very, you know, it's like anything. It can be dated or it can be r- retro. Retro's fun, dated is sad. One, one song uh, just kind of bounced in my head that... Uh, Call Me Maybe, when that came out, you know, she had her video for it. And then there was the video that uh, they got probably more views for a period of time with the Harvard baseball team when they did their little thing in their van. And that became kind of a nice change-up for that. So you could play... Never even saw that. Ah, uh, yeah. 
if you start search Harvard Harvard baseball, I bet that I play still, the regular one because I I think she's so beautiful. I'm like I don't want to see anybody else. I want to see her. So they yeah they the team in the in their little team van was doing this little thing with their arms. They made it into a dance. So you had a, in essence it could become a four wall dance. Right. And it um, in in some situations where I would be playing as at like a school and I'm going to be playing three times that year, it was a nice change up to uh, to rotate through. As I look at it today. Well, first off, there's no significance. The kids knew the the Harvard baseball. They're like, oh yeah, I've seen this one. But you know, there was that. Today, that wouldn't have flown. And even as a recurrent, I don't know if I'd play the song anyway. But this would be a situation where the 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 pop culture of the Harvard baseball team is probably wore off or gone so far now that it's not even worth um, revisiting. Yeah, good, great example. Okay, I'm looking at the chat. Yeah, think anybody's saying. See, Mikey, Mike, Mikey saw it. It took a little tweaking to get it to fit the song properly because they took the video and laid it over top of, because you didn't want to have it uh, have have the because uh, all they did was they shot it with a cell phone in the van and the audio was just off the was was capturing the sound from the uh, the team van. So you there had to was uh, the there was some that I used to use a lot, and I haven't gone back and gotten any. But there was a radio show called the Big Boy Radio Show, and any time because I have ones that were by um, Fifty Cent, uh, um, Jamie Fox, several of them, where they always did a thing for their radio show where when the show was over in the studio, they would have the artist lip sync to the song while everybody who's there is trying to act it out and do silly stuff. And there was a couple good ones. I got like 50 cent with just these people all over the place. And it's just him being cool and everybody else is being, but it's all synced with the song. And I just play that instead. Hmm. Gives a nice, a nice variety. But but it's actually that was the thing that it's actually them the Jamie Fox one's actually Jamie Fox you know and he's doing stuff and somebody will come in and, and they'll do a little dance together and then somebody will come in with a surfboard and he'll be like laying on the surf it's just absurd but it's like wait that's Jamie Fox mm-hmm. so little things like that you can play you know and kind of work in stuff um, uh, sound wise what I mean what what could you consider doing that same thing sound wise you know because you know you're talking about pop culture what what can you do with that and that's something you know the idea of drops that was something that we would utilize you used to be able to buy CDs that had different drops you know the Bueller Bueller you know that kind of a thing <laughs> and that world it first off you don't see drop uh, you know the the little movie clips like that that can be purchased or at least I haven't been able to, I haven't found them in a number of years. Is you know are those things done? Shani mentioned uh, as we were chatting that uh, you know she's using the only drop she's using are the kind of and just to give an example like you know you're in the mix with Shani Bar you know Chai Town Shani, whatever. However, that's the kind of stuff she's doing is basically branding uh, type drops where it used to be kind of as Dan made reference to is we used to drop in video clips or drop in uh, audio clips that would uh, you know the. One of my favorite ones to drop in was the Austin Powers, uh, Yeah Baby. Um, when there was somebody that was doing something on a dance floor and they were being weird and goofy, you know, you'd play that and it was way over, <laughs> Yeah Baby. And people would be like, Ah! And then you, whatever. <laughs> you kind of fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what we used to, used to do about 2010 is that you could hire people, famous people, to do your drop for you. Mm-hmm. And I know people that got little John to do their drop for them and different things like that. So 
that's kind of a pop culture reference. You know, like if somebody right now, you'd try to find somebody and maybe have them do it. That would be about as close as you could get to that. Because you, you do drop things like that occasionally, but there, it's got to be in the mix so much you don't lose them. It's it's not that, again, because it's, it's not about looking at you as much as, as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Has it even you gotten know? to be less look at me and more of the look at them, for lack of a better way to describe it? It depends upon the DJ. Some still do whatever they can to look at me. Mm-hmm. Trust me. They're they're desperate for it, and they would die if it ever stopped. Um, <laughs> like, no joke. Like, like uh, DJs, I'm sorry. You're watching me. Thank you for tuning in. We're about to see our numbers go down. But DJs are the worst. Uh, they're just so egotistical, uh, uh, fragile egos. Just sad. Don't pick on Dan like that. That's not nice. He doesn't want to. Oh, sorry. Dan's a father of two, so to me, that's something I wouldn't even dare attempt. So <laughs> he's got. He's a he's a middle school yeah. math teacher. He's. Oh my he's gosh! Way, yes. He's way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got. But no, I, I, you know, to to the thought, I, I think in in before the drops and stuff that you would use the the pop culture pieces the the awesome powers and all that kind of stuff was something that was probably i i don't recall ever doing it with my type of stuff Mm -hmm. i don't ever recall putting that in into any of the mixes that i was doing i don't remember like using that you know as as the 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 sampler you know that i might fire or or something like that i don't ever remember using that in anything that i've ever done however with that being said you know, I wonder if it ever went away or if it was one of the things we just people didn't really think about doing it. And if you were to bring it back, if it would have the right impact, like putting it not, on your not necessarily on the microphone, but but the but those drops. Yeah. Like putting it on your phone. If you want to hear a mix with drops in it, now the, what I'm about to tell you is not was not done live. It's a studio mix I did, like a production album, not a record me uh, uh, while I DJ. It's a production album that I did. So if you go to my website, uh, djmichaeljoseph.com or immj.com, and then go to the song section, uh, I think it's music now, and under my mixes, look for one called the TC Mix. And Dan said about using the older samples, I have samples on there from like Star Wars, like the original Star Wars, like "Well Done, My Young Apprentice," mm-hmm. and um, there's one on, I threw in there because I was a fan of Tron, and it was "End of Line" and stuff like that. Um, and it's just packed full of little things like that. Um, couldn't do that live. If maybe if it was as tight as that one was, like I said, that's a studio album, so it's not like you know I'm throwing these samples in while I'm doing this. Not it was all done in the studio with putting things here and labeling and overlaying and. Um, but I guess if you, if you were able to pull it off like that, that tight, maybe. And if it was a, more importantly, if it was a show as opposed to a dance floor, because there's a lot of DJs like, uh, there's one from Pittsburgh called girl talk and he does his whole show in that sort of just grabbing samples. Cause he doesn't mix. It's all on a computer. He drags them in and drops them in places and the whole night. He's going crazy with this stuff and it's amazing. So if it's a show, that would be fun. Like, a lot of the video guys used to be show DJs. Right, yep. They would put on a video show display as opposed to, I'm DJing with a dance floor, but I'm also doing videos, which is what I kind of do. So, 
Yeah, and, we, and the mid-2000s, that was actually something that some of the uh, product presenters from Pioneer that were sent up to the conventions we did in Minneapolis, they came in and they were show video DJs. It wasn't a... Yeah, you were getting clips from movies and you were getting clips from whatever popular cartoons were there at the time. And then there was music between and then you'd go out of it and into the whatever and then back again. And so it was a, a, a completely different experience, not usable yeah. for a dance situation, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. I also wonder if some of the some of the reason why the pop culture pieces changed is because if you think about where we were. 10, 15 years ago, right? Not everybody out there was the creator. Not everybody had that, had the TikTok piece at their fingertips at all times. So anything that was the ability to come across as a pop culture was kind of unique if the, if the DJ was able to throw that in, whether it be using a microphone, whether it be using the video, whether it be using the, the music piece, whatever it happens to be. And now that's not, that's not something that's unique to us. Even if we wanted to try it, you know, you, MJ said, everybody's a DJ. Well, everybody's a, everybody's a, a TikTok person at their fingertips. Everybody's got that pop culture piece the you know, the squid game, the, um, you know, the, the upcoming matrix, the ghostbuster, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's might have some pop culture piece. They don't need to come to us for it. I, yeah. Memes, memes are such a great example of, of something they're using pop culture. I mean, how many times do we see a couple, that one little picture from the squid game with, any number of, of text things that people were putting over top of it, that they've become that creator. That you know that makes a lot of sense actually, because why should I, you know, I'm funnier than than MJ, so why should I, you know, go to him for my humor when I can create it myself? Let's clarify: funny haha or funny strange? <laughs> funny haha, because I'm okay with either being good at. Just I'm just putting that out. Uh, I'm just you know, I was using it as an, an example. Uh, did it go? Yeah, the MJ, MJ put the uh, link there if you guys want to go check that out. Uh, but not now. But not now. It's a separate window. It's very fast paced, so don't listen to it before you go to bed. <laughs> you know, getting on a treadmill and running. There's so many. I'm like, because in that mix, I play um, uh, uh, Good Times theme is in there. Um, uh, there's uh, Janis Joplin, uh, Lord Bobby and Mercedes Benz. I, I did a, there's a redrum version of that in there. And I, it's just a studio album with all kinds of crazy stuff. But I, I, I would love to be able to pull something like that off live someday. It would take some work. But it would take five decks instead of four. Might I don't know, because if you, if, if you go back and look at my video of the one I did at DJ Expo in 2018, um, I had that set up to where every song had the samples I was doing before the song. So my right deck would have my scratch samples, then I would go into the right deck song, then throw the new song in the left deck, and the left deck would have two or three samples that I'd be scratching or, or dumping, and then go into the song. And it's the same thing. Every single song had samples at the beginning of it that I'm dropping while the other one's playing. So and it took a while to do that one. Just a little bit, yeah. You had some time. I, I have, it's for the half, for the hour long thing, it took me 60 hours of work to put into 60 minute event. Yeah, I think remember you talking about that, working on that for for quite a few weeks, uh, getting that all thought through. How did we get off on that? Sorry, I didn't mean to no, derail. That's, that's, that's pop of, culture. Yeah, it's all um, it's all tied in. Am I pop culture? Am I relevant at this age? <laughs> well, and that's that's actually kind of a direction I wanted to go. Is that oh, because no. of because of that that you know are you know are we the the point where 
the things that today's today's younger people, the twenty somethings that are out there and they're the active ones in the clubs, they're the ones who go out to the bars, they're the ones who are getting married. So again, for all of our our you know, for the they're rubbing it in, John, that I'm not getting married. And no, I mean I'm saying that the people who are doing <laughs> these things are typically going to be between twenty two and thirty as as the main of that bell curve. They're going to it's going to be the top in that age group. If are we uh, able to even follow things that that age group is going to be knowing, acknowledging pop culture references that they will be, are we going to be on the, can even be on the same page with that group of people? I, I want to change the bell curve because I don't think it's 22 and up. I think it ends at 27. Mm. Past 27, you don't pay it. Here's what somebody said this years ago. They said, you know you're old when you don't know the bands on Saturday Night Live. Okay, let's, I, I'm going to pull that up. And I didn't know the bands on Saturday Night Live when I was 18. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm just throwing out every once in a while. The big name art, big name actor, band you never heard of. Oh, see, when I was younger, I knew every, all of them. It's like, yeah, I love these guys. I had this album last year, you know. But it's 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 tough because you have a lot to keep up with nowadays because it's not just television programs you have to keep up with. It's all the stuff that's on this person's YouTube channel and this person's YouTube channel and this morning show and this this and it's it's really tough. Mm-hmm. John's looking up bands. What do, I what am. Do we got here? Go ahead. Uh, so Casey Musgraves, um, Halsey. Don't know who that is. Uh, let's see. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know Halsey. Okay, sorry. Yep. Do you know Young who? Thug. Uh, yeah. Brandy Carlisle. Stop. I don't know who that is? Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift. Who? Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Sweetie. Yeah, play a lot of Sweetie. Okay, so, uh, uh, Billie Eilish and uh, what is it? Carly XCX. I'm not probably. Charlie XCX. Okay, Carly XCX or Charlie XCX. Whatever. Um, those are the those are the musical hosts. So. I'm looking at Taylor Swift is is a few years, Ed Sheeran is a few years, uh, Brandy, Carlisle. I'm not sure who that is. Myself, the rest of them I've heard of, but and then the very last one I didn't ex main out songs, but so that means I'm yeah, getting you find old. Yeah, songs. I I I could throw a couple songs at you and you'd be like, oh oh yeah oh yeah, getting old. Is it B R A N D Y? I think it was I. So let's go back and see if they have a, a 1990s. I have nothing but brand, any brandy. Why don't I have that? You don't even have brandy brandy? Oh no, that was with a Y, wasn't it? Yeah, it was with a Y, but that would have been. Uh... I, let, let me keep it. Let me keep this straight. So I saw the episode that that she was the musical artist. I was not picking up any of the songs that was being used there. But again, kind of kind of into that same um, same vein, the guest star there was um, oh my gosh, Ted Lasso, but at least that's his character name. You can see him. I can't place the name all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I know who you're referring to as far as the to see him, but I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, he was a former SNL actor. Yeah, and and so and again, it was one of those where it seemed like okay, bigger the name, musical act sort of 
kind of goes the other way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not the always. Budget, they blew their times. budget on the on the, on the, on the on big exactly post. exactly. So, it, trust me, it was not something that I would I would foresee us playing. Gus, ever. okay, Gus, yeah, right there, boom clap, yep. That makes sense. What boom clap? Boom clap, yeah. Yeah, that, that was Charlie XCX. Yeah. That's oh right. yeah, yeah. Which I the other day I dropped that as a hook only. I was telling somebody I said it went really well. All I did was the hook and got out of it, and it was a great little like in and out. Um, yeah. I don't have anything by Brandy Carlisle at all. Uh, some of her songs are marked as country, so that could be why. Yeah, I think it said folk. Which yeah. yeah, you probably do a lot of a lot of redrum folk music there. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm that pretty... that and I have I have this whole folder full of thrash metal uh, uh, versions of um, the Edmund Fitzgerald song. Oh, that would be fun. The double kick drum <laughs> makes you feel like you are on <laughs> the iceberg right next to the ship. Oh, it's a different different ship. Different ship. Sorry. So yeah, that's what I just kind of wanted to go through a little bit, uh, just to have that discussion about how it, uh, how how today's pop culture is different in the resources that we use than it was 20 years ago. It's still there, just a different type of. I, I've situation. thought of another way that pop culture affects us. Yeah, and it's and it does fit the music things. Apparently, I know all this already, and I didn't swore at the beginning of the show I didn't, but I would consider SoundCloud songs, SoundCloud hit artists is part of the pop culture because they're not part of the main, but they're part of the pop culture that if an artist, you know, I've had people ask for songs. I'm like, never heard them. It's on, it's on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud yeah. and they have like 2 million plays. And I'm like, Oh, I'll get this now. You know, sort of thing. So that, that I would say is part of pop culture of a different thing that you have to pay attention to. And I think, I think, you know, when, when those drops and everything or, or the vocal work that you were doing was popular, it was, maybe in a different fashion where you had to stay up on um, you had to stay up, up on the TV shows. You had to stay up on, on the movies and that where now you get to basically just follow, follow social medias, like, you know, different ones like that and, and look for those types of pieces and those types of impacts on our music where it's going to have a different, it's going to have a different feel and it's going to have a different result. The one thing that I love is the fact that, you know, with, with the mobile side that I do and the wedding side that I do, I can still be two, three weeks behind and I'm okay. <laughs> Very much so when making that transition from wedding to school dances in the fall is, is somewhat scary because you feel like you're just completely. And then back when we do obviously more schools that they used to do those before COVID. Um, and then we get to the end of the school year and then you make the transition back to weddings and it's like, Oh wow. I just dropped back two years, three years. Can you play that new song from, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, that came out four years ago. I'll get it right on it. I can tell you really, you can tell you really in, in school, mo school mode, like school, school dance mode, when they ask you for a song at a wedding and you go, wait a minute, which one are they talking about? And then you, you have to ask them like, okay, just to be clear, what's the new one that you're talking about? And exactly as John said, it, you know, it's at least like multiple months old and you know of at least two more that's dropped since then. And you go, oh, yeah, we got that. We're good. Yeah. Which version, which, which, who sings the, the song, that version that you want? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or the one yeah, when yeah. The, the kids. I think, it, I think it plays into the technology, too, that, you know, like I said, that I'm never at a loss for getting songs. 
you know, because if you embrace the streaming thing, you're never going to be short of things. If it's something that that might be a hit, then go for it. You know. By, by the way, I'm going to help. I'm going to help all the DJs out. All the the older. I'm going to say older DJs because younger ones probably are going to potentially pick it up on this. But if somebody comes up and asks you for a message in a bottle, they are not talking about the old police song. It's not Sting. No. What Taylor Swift is flooding our brains with that new song. I think that one. I picked that one up this week. I think I don't remember. Yeah. Just just wanted to make sure I got you back on that. Okay. There's another one out there that uses a sample from an old one. I can think of what it is. Same same sort of thing. Um, the other thing that I, I think is pretty uh, uh, prevalent is is like we we do this amongst us uh, 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 you know club and bar guys. It's like somebody who asks for a song and, and then everybody goes into their computer to see how long ago they downloaded it. So whoever had it first like wins. <laughs> wins. And I'm like, I had that in July. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get it from back then? I mean, it was on YouTube, you know. <laughs> but even in your in the mid two thousands, early two thousands, we did a similar thing. But it would be pulling out the disc and yeah, it was on the June edition. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you, you remember? You the, would say I burnt this oh, no, from no, no, LimeWire no, no. or or no, whatever. No, we didn't. We way too responsible for LimeWire. No. We only use that for what did we use that for? I don't know if I ever dropped. I, I, no, I didn't. I didn't do drops from there. No, no, everything I, I took it from everything. Yeah, I wasn't a Napster person. I, and oh, a part of that was because when you're out in the rural area and the internet by the, at that time was dial up, you know, anything of substance is going to take you the rest of the day. Wow. So I've been blessed. I think I've had cable internet since the '90s. Yeah, that that was a sad, sad time in the rural history of Minnesota. I mean, it was like this: the major fires that burned half of the state, the tornadoes that killed half the people, and then dial and up. half the songs that got downloaded. <laughs> dial up. And, and the yeah. songs that only got halfway downloaded. Got, pro, the progress bar got here, and then it just died. Yeah, Those are the three major catastrophes. The ones that I hate is when you get the song downloaded, and then somebody put it up there as a joke, and halfway through, it just goes, Wah! You ever oh. get those? That is all the time, like, jerk. I ran into, when I was playing, not the last wedding but the wedding i was just going and digging in some old songs and it was an old rip from probably when i first started ripping and it's going along and i was in it was it's like that would have had to have been like in the first six months of me ripping cds back i was surprised it still had first off that i hadn't run across it already and secondly is that uh that, that didn't is still, it look different well, in the wave is well yeah by the time i got to that spot on it but you know, I, I I had lined it up in the uh, in I threw it in the auto playlist during the kind of bumper music time. 